It's such an amazing pleasure to open up the next few days of the World Conference for this week and for this month. I have no doubt in my heart that God is about to speak to us on the dimensions that 2021 should take. He's been speaking. But the Bible is clear about how we run this race. He said precept must be upon precept. A line must be upon line. A little here and a little there. And that's how God builds our life. He fixes our life through collections of revelations. Things that he has decided to reveal to us. Do not forget this, that to you it has been given to know the mysteries. That's the short mouth. You remember the word mystery means mysterian. Is the short mouth something that it does not reveal to everybody but reveals it to you so tonight for me is introduction I want to welcome you to what I believe will be three days and to complete on on Sunday making it the fourth day of word and I've been listening to many of the families um, the broadcast on Periscope I've been listening to so many and they are very powerful. I realize that God is doing something new or something now. You know, what is superior to new is now in our midst. And I'm praying that we don't become dull of hearing. To become dull of hearing is to actually think there is something called too much word. Now, it's impossible because every word is a formula to get somewhere. And God working something out. I believe that I'm still looking for something. I'm looking for nations. I've got in some places in the nation, in the formula of nations, but I'm yet to get to where I need to be. And so I believe that God, the Holy Spirit strengthens you to not become dull of hearing to always one word. Like I was telling one of your brothers the other day, it is God that walks in you both to will and to do of his good pleasure. What that means is that it gives you appetite for food. Otherwise, it will be giving you food for nothing and that will not be justifiable in the things of the spirit. Everything that is spiritual have to follow certain principles. And so it gives hunger so that it can justify the reason for giving food. And so if you don't have hunger, you don't have appetite, it won't just be pouring food to you because that will not be justifiable. That's why it has the counsel of elders. Why are you giving this person so much word? God says, can you not see hunger? And God says, I'm only following the principle because God will not break his word. God says, I'm only following the principle of my word that says, blessed are those who hunger for they shall be filled. So if there is anything God is asking you for right now, it is hunger, 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 hunger for the word. Hunger. And almost an insatiable hunger for the word. An hunger that cannot be quenched by the situation and the circumstance of life. That is how you get into the pool of the revelation of God. And anyone that walks in the pool of the revelation of God will control what happens here on this earth. That is the destiny of this house and that's what I want to show you. But before I do that, I want to welcome the five families from Nigeria. Um, we will formally announce their names or the names of the family coordinators on, on Sunday. But 
like I like we briefly mentioned last Sunday that what had happened Reverend Dapo is in Nigeria at the moment and what is done in the southwest part of Nigeria is is able to get from Spark Nigeria um, some of our brothers and sisters to form into families so I have no doubt that by the wisdom of God what God is trying to do or what God has done and we are trying to understand is that in all the nations there will be families there will be five of course they're starting with five because the two here are new I'm going to 12 and I might be announcing other two or three in some days to come and so we have the power based family in Nigeria now we have the COD family we have I was reading the profile of the family coordinators in Nigeria and I love the CV I saw a 23 year old medical doctor a lady a sister amazing stuff um, these are the things that God wants to do in nations remember when God wants to take a nation and, and I you, you can keep commenting I see Tolu Lope from COD so COD expands you're in Ireland you're in Nigeria you're gonna be in South America and now is a race against time whatever family gets into a nation first gets into a nation the family head will remain one the reason is there is no organization with two heads it's gonna be a monster so COD remains the CO, but you have family coordinators and family leads and leaders in all the nations and in all the states. Whoever gets to Ghana first gets to Ghana. Whoever gets to Congo first gets to Congo. And say, but pastor, we know you're not regulated. I don't need to regulate anything. You understand the, and, and I can imagine why the sister, the medical doctor chose um, um, C, um, um, elite as our own family she's been beaten by the pastor nikki vibe i get it because reverend actually made them go to research families and choose what families that they want to belong to so i get it yes sir we're set to go global the five families in nigeria that's awesome it's beautiful i love what you guys are doing and i want you to know that the nation family in london is completely with you now for me this is interesting because what is interesting the most to me is to see lives change i want to see people from certain background or places rise to power and prominence that's what i believe that's for me that's the fun of life to me wealth without transforming lives which starts from the mind and so what God is going to be doing with the families in Nigeria and the ones that will be in Ghana and other nations is the mindset first. The mindset will begin to change. Why the nation family is what we are is the mind first. And if I, maybe tomorrow I'll give you the seven pillars of the mind, the seven things that owe the mind, the building. I told you that the mind is a whole world on its own. But for tonight... We're going to move iron faster here in Spark, Nigeria. I love that. That's competition is allowed. It's beautiful. Move iron faster. It's beautiful. When, when we are busy eating chicken and chips and um, corner shop cook, uh, you guys can just get souls. That's, that's better. I love souls. <laughs> it's a, you want me to say something? <laughs> it's a beautiful time and I love it. So congratulations, Spark, Nigeria. I don't know how you guys do it, but I learned that the church is 95% young people. 
now that's mind blowing to me for me that just it just looks like a good man where you can get into and make a president for nigeria they'll make the biggest accountant or make the biggest lawyer or make the biggest whatever it is and so we are 100 percent with you and we're gonna do the special presentation this sunday um we're going to it's gonna be exciting actually it's gonna be exciting to see a lot of lives change a lot of people getting exposed to the global community that is the nation family so i welcome you on board on behalf of the senior pastors from london i welcome you on board and it's a beautiful thing it's a beautiful thing now we're going to fight together and we're going to take the nations that's what god has called us to do nation is what excites me nothing else and so I would have sung a song, but I think you guys are sleeping on me tonight, so I won't stress you. I won't stress you. I'll let you rest. This is rest time. Okay, are you ready for the word tonight? Let me see from all the nations if you're ready for the word. Let's go make sure that you are your neighbor's best companion, meaning that you don't allow them to doze off. You don't allow them to sleep. You don't allow them to rest. They don't say, well, you know, I just want to take a, a stroll. No, you say, sit down seat and eat for the journey is long today i want to start this word explosion conference called souls and kings from one of the greatest kings that ever lived the reason why i have so much comfort to use him as the example of souls and king is because he represents the lord jesus christ as a matter of fact, the Bible says it will sit, Jesus Christ will sit upon the throne of David. He's a king, but he's a soul. What am I getting at this month? The, 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 um, the word explosion. And I call it explosion because of what happened in Eden. So we're not just saying explosion, explosion to look for words to use. I use the word explosion because of the dunamis that happened in Eden. If you go back to the 20 days of word, you would see how God breathed into man. Now, why is that important? The word is the only thing permitted to become flesh. And until when people say, well, you know, if you marry or you make money, would you have peace and you settle down? I said to them, no. Settlement comes from the inside out settlement is not from the outside in i need to hear you more i'm not hearing you you need to increase that a little bit or they need to increase it for you settlement happens when a man thank you settlement happens when a man a woman has actually connected purpose when they are now aware of why they are here when the light when they are enlightened an enlightened man it's not a hard working man for hard work can get you into certain levels of success hard work can get you into certain level of making money hard work and smart thinking but what it cannot get you is the discovery of purpose is the discovery of why man is here it cannot get you there so we enter into a realm of peace we enter into the presence when we actually clock and are enlightened as to why we are here that is the home of peace marriage is not a home of peace it is more work because what you're trying to do now is to fit another man or woman into your life and to make sure your life fits into theirs 
and it, do it doesn't work most times and by working it doesn't mean that people cannot go a bit culture is powerful culture is and religion is so powerful that it can make people go a bit for 30 years and have no peace the story of a country like Nigeria the amalgamation of about 50 years or 60 years now without peace about 60 years of not speaking each other's language so but they stay together because there's a culture but I also believe there's a hand of God holding the nation together but people can live together without peace and where there is no peace there is no progress and that is why I'm saying to you tonight that inner peace is what creates a world of wholeness a person does not look for peace outside of themselves no wonder Jesus turned to the disciples and said, My peace I've given unto you, not as the word gives. I need that scripture actually. He said, I give you my peace. It is hina. It is not based on how much money you've made. It is not based on if you're married or not. It is not based on your past or your future. It is inside. And God calls together the divergence tonight. For you, you'll find peace in your divergence. You find peace in the fact that there is something happening on the inside of you that you cannot explain to a community. They don't get it. You find something that is almost counterculture, something that doesn't fit into your culture. I, as Pete, I found peace in the fact that I can run in court church or a movement according to the terms, my terms, what I feel on the inside of me. And God had to break the culture. God had to destroy the culture from because what we learned in church culture was that you know you build a church many people should come and it looks all great but God had to wait I've seen the, the kind of movement you belong to nothing like this has ever happened in this country before and in most part of the world I've seen crowd I've seen numbers I've seen growth I've seen a church grow from 150 to over a thousand people within a year no television advert no miracle advert nothing just the word now I understand because of that looking back now that what God was doing is that he held my growth behind until I found peace in his call for my life he didn't want me to define peace by anything that was happening on the outside he didn't want me to define progress by anything that was happening on the outside of me says I will not give you what you're looking for until you are at peace with you until you are at home with you until you are at home with purpose are you listening to me tonight and so it calls us tonight it calls our attention to the fact that it doesn't matter what you think this is because some people will think well I joined the nation family so that I can be prosperous God says define prosperity it says I joined the nation family so that I can have it says define having are you defining having according to your poverty where you're coming from because that's the best you can define it with and God says no I made you join the nation so that you can hear you can hear what true fulfillment is and I deliver to you what true fulfillment is is taking nations and singing lives change I'll show you from scripture tonight seeing lives change seeing a little boy or man or, or girl or by little I don't mean their age someone looking for something and you begin to see their lives transform right in front of you for me that is wealth for me that is that is the gospel 
and any other thing does not give me peace and I believe that most of you are like that that's what God is calling you for so can we search for souls this afternoon this evening whatever time you are souls and kings and that's why I still believe that souls mean searching out not unidentified I think it's unique leaders unique people that change the world that's what I'm about to show you from scriptures now how do you search out now there's a place for church members then there's a place for souls the identification the discernment that's what is going to happen over the next few days God is going to give you discernment to know where you're supposed to go and serve kings and you deploy you you do your duty there you serve a king for influence and then also to be able to know kings that are to be raised you'll know people to speak this gospel to you know people to invite into the nation family you'll be able to spot them the spirit of truth will rest over you by the time we're through with this word conference the spirit of truth will will, will be over you so that you see people that are marked as divergent as you you see people upon whose life this grace is upon you'll be able to identify them and so for the family houses it will not be difficult for you to know these hundred people are ours because of xyz you will not need to persuade them of course when church reopens in your london city you will have your big programs but you will know those who are called and you will not give up on them because you'll be able to see you'll be able to search out unique leaders you'll be able to search out the spirit of truth will lead your feet from your workplace to the internet or whatever the spirit of truth will lead you and you will know this one is nation family you will be able to see can i see an amen all over the screen this afternoon or this evening you will be able to see leaders those that god is raising in this season you'll be able to see through people you'll be able to see those that god has marked for this season because by faith we understand that the words were framed by the word of God so what is your prayer over the next few days God those that you framed for this season we understand by faith that 2021 was framed by your word in other words you know 2021 ahead and you created certain people for this work let me see them and so every church in this family will grow exponentially everything will explode all of a sudden you will be able also to know your kings your financial decision maker that's what God is going to do with those who are faith for what God has sent me to deliver in this season his souls and kings are you with me tonight look at this scripture these things I have spoken to you while being present with you uh. but the helper the Holy Spirit whom the Father will send in my name. Uh -huh. He will teach you all things uh -huh. and bring to your remembrance all things. 27. Peace I leave with you. Uh, my peace I give to you, not as the world gives. Did you see God differentiate between two kinds of peace? The word peace there means shalom. The word shalom means wholeness. It means nothing missing. Come, come, Elohim, sit here because you're struggling to see. It means nothing missing, nothing broken. It means a whole life. He said, but before I proceed, Jesus speaking to them. He said, before I proceed, I want you to know that there is a word peace. There's a peace that comes from cosmos. 
it is based on tradition and culture it is based on people who think by now have achieved this there is nothing called achievement guys achievement the best achievement is inner peace knowing why you are here the greatest thing because a man becomes a multi-billionaire and he doesn't know why he sees all this wealth and he wonders for what why do you have a billion what's gonna happen now you're still gonna behave like ordinary humans and so he gets confused from there he's unhappy he's finding he's looking for you because he doesn't know what to do he looks at the mansion and he realizes that there are many rooms he can't go into he has no peace so still at night with all the billions he cannot sleep and you're wondering why can he not sleep he's turning on his bed and so his own expression is to change wives he divorces one for the other <laughs> the other woman is not better than the one you had I don't understand what is going on bro but he's looking for something are you listening to me and then he's still chasing deals this guy is still fighting for deals you wonder but you seem to have it all no he doesn't have what you've got now that's the one that increases on the inside of you because of the teachings of the Holy Spirit and that's what the world is coming to buy they will need it now believers are now taught to be broken so what you encountered when you found purpose someone says you're not whole you need a girl you need a woman you need a man you're not whole you need a house you're not whole no but everyone that has received this peace you're already whole my peace i give to you jesus said there's a peace that the world has and there's one that i have got my peace i give to you not as the word gives so there's a word peace too there's that's called retirement he said don't you are you not even afraid that when you get older you're gonna be lonely so mom i'm not like you what is expected of me in the nation family is that as i advance i give birth as adam was supposed to is supposed to give birth by the word not by consummation i give birth and that's why you have followers that's why you have disciples that's why you have whatever you call them in your own families are you listening to me and that is not by you going about only to look for young people that is because you are growing into your own ministry and your call so people begin to desire what you do in their house they love your posture they love your composure they love who you are what are you to the nation family and naturally they begin to follow you that's souls now without you talking you've identified you search out unique leaders because you occupied a space are you really listening to me tonight i'm not sure you're ready for me because you've become a man so the the real the real gist of production is that if a man stays in his place as a man and a woman functions as a woman they will produce life and they will not know how the only thing that a man donates is is fluids it's like blood it's fluids right it is not bone god is the one that knits people together but as long as he's a man he will always reproduce men he will always reproduce life as long as you fit into what you found in your spirit this is the number one key to soul winning many of you did not come because pity preached jesus to you now i just continue to grow into what i'm called to be and guess what some of you saw that shape and you liked it many of you saw what it is and you liked it then you saw a peace sound 
then you saw a Pihoni, then you saw a Pastor Nikki, right? And then their followers, and you saw what they are becoming. And by and and by default, which is divine, and some of you saw Pastor Obi. Have you seen Elohim behaving before? He behaves like Pastor Hobi, right? And that is right because he stays as a man in his duty. Then he searched out unique leaders. Now, a, a, a Elohim must then be at peace. Are you listening to me? He must have received the peace, the wholeness that comes from Jesus. He must have received that peace. What is that peace? The word. He must have received it. And then what happens? It begins to win souls. Winning souls means converting people's thoughts. I hope you know that it is more than just people coming to the altar. It is a lifestyle of influence. In other words, someone thinks this way before. That's why the Bible says, he that wins souls is wise. Are you listening to me tonight? So it takes a wise man to understand the source of their peace. I found peace in this kind of ministry, so I'm at peace. And that is why I can ignore, and I've done many times, not by purpose, it's just that I was preaching. And so the president of Social Nation is calling me, but I was busy preaching. He said, don't you know who is calling? I'm not trying to despise them. The vice president of Soso has been trying to reach you. I wasn't trying to despise them, but I was preaching. I was studying the word for preaching. I found peace. So I'm no longer in doubt. I'm not going to run to their phone call because I think they can make me because they cannot make me. I make them. They cannot define me. I define them. Why? Because I found peace. I've encountered something. In my secret place, I've encountered purpose. And that purpose for me is what billions, are you, what, are you hearing me? Is what more than trillions. And so I know that's my God mind. I know that's what, that's what Satan is after. So when there are problems in your life, when there are circumstances, I want you to remember that what Satan is trying to steal is that peace. He doesn't understand the mystery of that peace. Because in that peace are your souls. You are supposed to get married in that peace, not the one that the word gives. The word says, Go and dress up this way, look this way, go to places, let men meet you. That is the word peace. That's the peace that word the word gives. Did you hear what I just said? Peace I live with you. This peace in Jesus was so powerful that one day they wanted to feed 5,000 people and they didn't have enough. It wasn't panicking. Peter turns to him or whoever turns to him and says, let's get the peace of the world. This is going to worth half a year's, half a year's wages. He just said, there's a greater peace. Peter, let me just say Peter, his disciple, actually said, let us send them home. Why are we going to be the one feeding them? He just said, no, they're not going anywhere. Peace. It takes five loaves. It takes little. And two fish all fishes and blesses it have you seen all the miracles of jesus they were based on having found purpose if you have 300 men in this city who are convinced about their purpose who are convinced about why they are in the nation family guess what you turn this nation upside down you find 100 women who are convinced that their peace is not in a man that their peace is not in anything that the culture or society demands from them their peace isn't what they found on the inside of them have you seen Adassa's peace Adassa's peace saved their own nation she was at peace 
It was a man who told her, now go marry so so, so go be with so so so. And he said, I've got peace. It's not, I'm not vulnerable to nobody. I've just found peace. I found purpose. That's the number one key to soul winning. When people see people that are convinced, nobody is going to sit with you and say, in other words, you're not living a confused life. Confused people cannot so win because you're converting them into your confusion. Do you understand what I'm saying? Even those who are transgender, we don't know if they are men or women. They are convinced about being transgender. Every movement that changed the world is a movement of people that are convinced about something. And no matter how much you kill, maim them, send them to jail, they prevail. The gay movement prevailed. We've got to give it to them because people were willing to lay down their lives. And all of a sudden, they began to so win. They began to identify unique people until the whole world had to bow to it and say, you know what? We can't fight this anymore. I wonder if there are nation family people tonight who are convinced that God's agenda is to take the nation until he has influence upon all the spears of human endeavor. That God is not looking for another big church because there will be no point. God says, the Bible says, surely as the Lord leaves, the glory of God, we cover the earth as the waters cover the sea. God wants to dominate because his mandate to man is subdue the earth, replenish the earth, subdue it, have dominion over everything. That's what God is up to. And God says tonight, can I find in this conference souls and kings, can I find people who are convinced so that they can convince others? So winners. So winners are not people that are not tried they are not people that have not been tested they are not people that have not been tainted but in tainting you see through when, what people are looking for in the world is your conviction they are not looking for your perfection those who look perfect have cleaned up their image it's a lot of money to spend you have to do that in order to deceive people but those who change lives they are convinced about something. They received a gospel. They found the purpose, the inner peace. So see again Jesus saying, my peace I give to you. Talk to me. Not as the world gives. Have you got that peace tonight? Because you can so win all you like. You can attempt to be a soul winner. But if you've not got that peace, you'll give up. You get tired because people reject. Because they are also looking for peace and they've been lied to. Many people have been beaten by the serpent. The bite of the serpent is deception. <laughs> the bite of the serpent is deception because they are told that money will give you that peace. And all their lives, they work for this money and only to get to a place where they realize there's no joy in this money. Then the world tells them, if you can do philanthropy. No, there's no joy in philanthropy. There's a peace that is bigger than all that. So, remember that number one, number one pillar to soul winning is if you found peace. Let not your heart be troubled, uh -huh. neither let it be afraid. Uh -huh. You have heard me say to you, I am going away and coming back to you. If you loved me, you would rejoice because I said, I am going to the Father, for my Father is great. It takes absolute conviction to convince the world. 
and until your resolve and conviction is tested you're not convinced that's winning souls what God is looking for in this city is few hundreds that are convinced about something if God gets women that are convinced absolutely I know your doubts that's why I've got to say this to you so if you wonder why you're not winning souls conviction has not reached the biting point it can change the world we've got to be sure of the peace you found so people come to the house and they find, find, find peace first day in the nation family you saw any of the pastors preaching da, 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 and the peace of God enveloped you that night or that morning especially night the spirit of God gave you Jesus' peace but you see that Jesus' peace you have to walk in it by faith and all of a sudden it could even be because you want to give all of a sudden you got into the peace of the world and Satan was luring you, saying, oh, it's so that you can give. No, it's taking peace from you. Exchanging it with the peace of the world. Culture kept telling you, you've got to do this, you've got to do that. Then you wonder why there's so much on your mind when you want to sleep. What should be on your mind is souls and seed. The double S, that's all. Where do you find these other things? Because you're trying to be something that you already are. You found purpose. I want to show you the king now. Souls. So if there's any call that God has placed over our life right now, souls, He said, multiply, replenish the earth. Then don't stop by multiplying. Because you remember I told you on Sunday that when you read the story of the Israelites in Egypt, they multiplied, they replenished, but they didn't subdue. And so if you don't subdue, you'll be subdued. That's why there are so many churches in Nigeria but they have no political voice and people are suffering. Because they didn't subdue. They became many but they, they were not able to subdue. From their pulpit, from their altar, they did not hear the word that, that says to people, if, what do politicians do, please? They win souls. You convince someone to become part of the conservative or labor or PDP or APC as it were in Nigeria. You convince them. To become part of your party you use everything food policies why you're different isn't it money everything you've got charisma until they are sure <laughs> that that's a better party you read the policy of your own party so if a spark nation comes and we begin to read the manifesto the manifestation of our own party what we are saying is that for young people have to prosper and take over that's our own party so another church looks at that and says no that's not what church no you read your own manifesto leave us with ours ours is subdued and someone say at what cost at the cost of life if need be because there will be no point living a life that is not worth living we live because of purpose are you listening to me tonight so you're called today that's why you're divergent Say, so my peace I give to you. This is where we have to start from, from soul winning. Otherwise, you'll get tired of giving. You'll get tired of soul winning. you become a taker. Why do takers take? Because they feel if they get, they have peace. Takers come back to take again. Givers are the ones that don't lie. 
takers will have to keep taking. Again, because they think in taking, they have peace. Imagine people calling me and texting me or emailing or whatever they do. Not call, definitely not call. From Nigeria, asking for money for wedding. Wedding. This is a poverty-infested place. You want money to wed who? The moment you have to beg for money to wed, you have to beg for money to stay wedded. If you have to have donation to throw a party and there are poor people around you and you don't understand that the money you're going to use for all the married thing, if you take one or two people, identify leaders there and put that money into them, do you not know that that's your in-court retirement plan? In court? Because you're changing lives. But our people are not so. They like jamboree. Say, so do you know wedding can take place in your living room? You know best weddings are living room weddings. Do you not know that? Go into scriptures. The, the, the child of promise is Isaac. His father sent. He said, make sure from my people you get a wife for my son. He went one day, got the woman back, and they started throwing a party. They didn't go book a hall in Mesopotamia. And look for the wedding planner from Iran, 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 where Abraham was coming from. When covenant things will happen to you, they will happen suddenly and they will be God's feet for your life. Peace. So that's where I've got to start from tonight. In one day, everything that you're looking for outside will happen to you because you've encountered it on the inside. One day would redefine the rest of your life. Everything that you think you're going to get by your hard work and your, and your time is going to happen to you because you spend time realizing peace on the inside of you. God says, contend tonight for that peace. It starts from the inside of you. It is your connection to destiny. It is your connection to assignment. When that peace rests on the inside of you, every other thing in your life will become whole. In his time. Did you get that tonight? So the first soul winning does not start by evangelism. The first soul winning starts by conviction of your peace on the inside of you. That no man can take because they can't see it. They don't know why you are so much at peace. When they are chasing certain deals. I, we don't chase it with them. Not because we don't want to do deals. It's just because I... Go to my place of peace first. And I don't mind how long it takes. That's what I needed to understand. God taught me how to go into living rooms to preach and be comfortable. Whereas, you know what my friends were doing? They were traveling from country to country. And putting on Facebook, then it's Facebook. Putting on Facebook the crowd. They said, look at me in Ghana. Wow, da, da, da. But they had nothing. So it's years after now, they are empty. Nobody in the church, nothing is going on. And they ask me, so how are you doing it? No, I can't, how do I explain that to you? Even you asking me now how you're doing it, it's still you looking for peace. It's not, it's not real. So I won't tell you anything as well because you're not looking. What drove you to destroy everything years ago is still what you're doing. But you're preaching to others and laying hands on them and they are falling but they don't know that it's a restless man laying hands on a restless head. 
impacting restless words on restless people praying for things that do not bring rest these people are saying i have a testimony no you don't have a testimony because the man praying for you has not found peace himself he's comparing himself with some big church somewhere and he's trying to be something so when the church became three whatever thousand it didn't mean anything to me because you see what it meant to other people for me i found that peace when we were three i found the peace i remember them asking me to come and speak in wembley arena you would have seen it on this social media thing it's wembley arena pastors have gathered up because thousands and thousands of white people or other people whatever um and it's my turn to preach guess where i was i was on my bed upstairs under the duvet so where are you where are you so oh i forgot is it today they said yeah well, i can't be there. so i said oh man this is long uh, well okay i'm coming and i went very reluctantly just sat down in front you can see the pastors taking turn they want to preach their cameramen are there they need that moment to go show back that look at me i'm thinking honestly i don't want to be here there are many pastors here already I don't want to be here not for dislike of the program it's a great program but really sincerely so <laughs> I finished and the organizer I've gone to him old veteran general of the kingdom big man um, and I've gone to him and I've sown a seed guess what the next time I was asked to come back to take the offering <laughs> because the other ones have no peace they can't take offering. so the guy looked at me and said wow people don't give offering you are the offering guy I found peace I don't need them to add to me I don't need the crowd to add to me from that peace money came from that peace the things that we've always dreamt of happened and when they happened they didn't mean anything to us so God is not going to give you wealth until you have peace without did you hear what I just said People will be, you will win more souls without than with. With will just speed up some certain things without prosperity. Because the soul you will win without prosperity, guess what soul it is? You. And the first soul to win is you. Because if you win you, you win the world. <laughs> uh huh. Have you seen people standing on the middle of the road before? They've not won their own souls. So they are always doubting. They don't know if it's this or that. Now, those are the people that get killed. And if you are there tonight, God says, find peace in what you found. Don't try to make what you found perfect. Don't try to make sense of it. Find that peace in it. You found the nation family. Find peace in it. And every the peace of the world will begin to tell you that well you know it's not perfect it's not this we have to do things like no you don't know how to do things you're limited my friend you you're not God you're not even man yet talk less of God how old are you my peace I give to you so when my heart begins to say am I doing things right I know that's the killing joint Satan wants to kill me how many of us out there doubt that's why you're not winning souls? You're supposed to bear fruit every month. And that is by you not even trying. When the word engages you, when you engage with the word, yeah, 
it's like a woman engaged with a man in sexual consummation it doesn't have to on, on a normal occasion normal basis it, it can't say oh i just wish i would have children no or oh, well as you see me i don't wish to have children either you wish it or not if you do certain things if the word engages you you'll be productive and it will be natural and you won't even know how like the baby forms in the womb so the first thing god takes away from you tonight is doubt so that it can open our eyes to the word he said let not such a man think that he can receive anything from the lord because he's a double-minded man tossed to and fro by every wind when a certain wind that's what affected the church let me tell you i'm a church charismatic movement student when the time came, the falling down time came, they followed it. When kill your enemies time came, they followed it. When they started to drink oil and what, they just follow every wind. They are doubters. So you, re you realize why they cannot subdue. Because they've been subdued. They are double-minded. Every problem to them is peculiar to them. They give you reasons why they believe that their problem is unbelievable and they need a potent stronger man of God to solve their own special case let me show you problems do you want to see problems tonight from the word say I don't want to see problems no if you see from the word tonight you will not have to encounter it come with me to 1 Samuel chapter 22 the souls and the kings those of you who are watching and your family coordinators in Nigeria, you will not be able to do this unless you find peace in you. And I understand that I'm dealing with a country where culture is strong, parental culture is strong, and it's strong anywhere in the world. Very strong. It stops people from fulfilling destiny. It's the reason why Nigeria is what it is today. A generation that don't care about the next. But then God raises another generation that breaks that power. And most times, they are the people I want to show you. And I'll close soon. Because like I said, this for me is introduction night. We're going to wait on the Lord until he gives you that peace inside. So that nothing outside of you moves you. those who worry about the future is because you're not sure in purpose so if you end up being a non-entity that it's not because you're black it's because you never found peace on the inside of you if you're supposed to marry when you find peace you will find the man of peace it's simple if you're supposed to be wealthy when you find peace here in purpose you will find the wealth of peace the blessing of the Lord that blesses a man and has no sorrow. So how do you then handle all the pressures that comes with wealth or whatever? You will handle it with his because there is a peace on the inside of you. So now they still ask, how do you manage all negative press against you? Because I don't care. I found peace here. In fact, they make me happy most times because I'm just thinking, how did we even get here? Who cares? Why do you know us? Like, why do you bother? There are many things happening in churches everywhere and people simply just don't care. News don't care. Like, they say, oh, Pastor Abraham Lincoln just did that. People just think, 
yeah, who is that? I don't care. So all the nation that has all this problem to care about what I do if I spit, if I wake up, if I walk out of my house, if I don't walk out of my house, if I drive a car, if I don't drive a car, if I walk somewhere, if I go to Ghana, if I don't go to Ghana. If, normally they care on that for rappers and footballers. But let me quickly tell you something before I go to first Samuel. The smallest amount of things you can be are the people you are idolizing. They are the most little because they don't pay them as themselves. Someone decides what they get paid. So it doesn't matter if you get 20 million. Someone decided it. It's a lie. Stop idolizing. They need what you've got. Pastoring is a gift. How old are you, Eloy? 23. It's a call. It's a gift. If you have to go to school to become a pastor, then you are not a pastor. If you have to grow old, and because of your age, they said, look at this woman. She has been in church for 50 years. She's of age. She can be a pastor. Then that woman is not a pastor. Do you understand that? I needed to add that. So if a 17-year-old is called and a true man of God lays hands and calls you a pastor, you hire a pastor because it's a gift. It's not something you work for. That's what the Bible says. When he has ascended on high, he gave gifts unto men, some to be apostles. If you are of so much good behavior, then your church is say, ah, ah, look at faith. She has so much good behavior. In fact, she will become a pastor. Then you are not a pastor. You are an imposter. If it is a call, gift most times, even come to those who do not worth it. And I'm saying this because I heard Pastor Shadia saying this this afternoon. So when you come, she was actually reiterated when I began to ordain them as pastors. He said they were even thinking, oh me, pastor, do you not know what I did? Yes, she was giving examples. Do you not know what I did? Da, da, da. I don't care what you did because should you not have done it? Should I have made you a pastor because you didn't do what you did yesterday? Then you are not a pastor. You are just an imposter. Do you understand that? So if I looked at you and said, well, uh, when last did you... Sorry to use this word. I'm not sorry. Uh, when last did you fornicate? I said, ah, fornication. It's been about three years ago. I said, oh, wow. Now you can be a pastor. Now you are not a pastor. You are just a non-fornicator. Now there are also other people who are not Christians who do not do it as well if you understand what I'm saying for um, whatever sake they don't do those things but do we then call them pastors? No God assigned your life from before time began and ordained your path to cross this path and God brought you in a time as this where there will be a person that is bold enough to say you know you I can see you through I can identify you as a unique leader therefore you're a pastor from now. And I can have peace to say, you know what? They'll grow into it. They say, but that's how some pastors misbehave and they put that on you. That's my job. My job is for things to be put on me. I receive it with joy. I don't want to be, the, you know, the fathers will come out only when you are shining. Go say, wow, that's my daughter. Rubbish. That's not your daughter. That's just your tool. You're trying 
to use her to become something that you are not. You're trying to use him or her to become something. No, I am already hit. So if someone calls me a thief because someone misbehaved, I already know who I am on the inside of me. And I'm saying, yeah, for our sake, I'll take that. That's fine. That's okay. Why? Because that is my job. Are you listening to what I'm saying? It gives some to be apostles, some pastors, some evangelists, some teachers, some whatever, for the maturing of the saints, for the work of the ministry. And so when people come into the house, your first deed, your first deed, your first goal is to make them ministry material. That's why we win souls. We don't win souls so that we can have many people in the church. They have to be for the work of the ministry until we all mature and we can have ministry people in political offices, ministry people in bank leadership and their ministry. They actually become the CEO of the bank saying this is ministry now. Like they run the, the, the bank as a ministry. That means that they will have more sympathy and empathy for staff because they are also preparing those ones for the work of the ministry they will have they will have they will attach to staff to souls because they will no longer be staffs they will be souls to them and they will still run a huge powerful business that takes the world the next world will be ruled by people companies that have social real social conscience not the one they just do normally a company Imagine the companies you have. They are CSR, a company that is worth four billion. CSR is forty thousand pounds. Crazy. No, we will have companies that are built on souls. They will be run by kings because only kings understand souls now you're wondering how can these things be for me because you're still looking at yourself as little god says you're not little there is something that is on the inside of you that's your god mind whatever i've put on the inside of you if you have peace with that thing you may think it's little right now but that's what becomes big everything when god wanted to create humanity he did not create 100 million at once he created one and then he created the woman ish you remember ish right he created ish and said if two of you can agree then you will subdue the all of humanity and the world and so if you agree with you because that is the first soul to win right if you agree with you you will change the world if two of you shall agree so make sure that your head and your spirit you force them into agreement that what you found in your spirit you can begin to tell your body to do so I found giving in my spirit and I agree with giving so my life it doesn't matter I didn't know what I eat. It doesn't matter if it is chicken and cheese because I don't have money. Whatever it is, I agree with that food. And guess what? I've seen that food just change from time to time. But now I'm at peace because I'm not happy because of the food. I'm happy because of the source of that food. I understand that the source of that food is not my money. I understand that the source is the peace, the inner peace that I found many years ago. I understand that the mansion, the source is not money. The source is not my job. So you can't threaten me with the job you can take it if you want you can't threaten me with church members or givers in the church they can go if they want are you listening to me tonight i found peace when they were not here and god supplied uh, oh my god you're not listening to me tonight are you god supplied without them and so i can now tell them the truth and guess what i've seen them just grow more and grow more because they are coming from peace so i don't need to manipulate them i don't need to tell them first things they can now they can have value for their life and money because they are being led by a man that found peace so they know this guy is going to tell me the truth 
I better praise up for the truth. He's going to tell me the truth. Why do I speak the truth like I do? Because I found peace when you were not here. So your being here is not my peace source. It doesn't define me. I understand that right now I can walk into a nation and grow a walk within a day. I just need to make sure that I enter into it with my peace. I'm not trying to become anything. Because I became already here. Became. I became. My peace I give to you, Jesus says. Not as the word gives. So these guys were distressed for summer. Let's see the function of kings and souls. What, is, what are kings supposed to do? Talk to me. David left Gath and escaped to the cave of Adullam. When his brothers and his father's household heard about it, they went down to him. Let's there. quickly go through the ascendancy of David to the throne. There's a man ruling called Saul and he's messed up now. And God installed Saul because God found the prophet. The prophet's name was Samuel. His mom, Hannah. Hannah was barren, as you know. And the second wife of Hannah's husband had all the children. Hannah was perplexed. Hannah was distressed. Until one day in Shiloh, she found peace in a deal. She found peace in a faith agreement. And God says, I have a mission on earth. I'm looking for a womb that can bring my mission to pass. And I see you, Hannah. You've got faith. Your circumstance is different. What started the story of Anna's life was actually people that were better than her. A woman, they say, is supposed to produce children. So imagine the introduction. I don't know what age she was, but she's come to a childbearing age now. And the introduction to her life was that she was barren. The life of great people starts with a certain lack, but they are not lack. They are things that push you to greatness. Whilst you were not looking for greatness, that's why I can speak to this kind of community to tell you the good news, that there, there is nothing that, you, even your background is not a mistake. God is up to something and he will eventually, if not, if he hasn't yet, look at faith in you and he says, there is something you've got that I need. I don't need your fruitfulness. I need your barrenness. I don't need your wisdom. I need your foolishness. People like Jephthah. Jephthah was the leader of a tout, a, a band of robbers. And God says, I don't need your cleanness. I don't need your perfection and how great people think you are on the internet. I actually need your roughness to save my people. I can go on and on with examples in scriptures where God says, what man calls evil, God says, exactly my tool. But I need you to find peace in that tool. I need Sarah to find peace in barrenness. She found so much peace that she became or began to call herself the mother of nations even when she had no child. And God says, it was that barrenness that I'm looking for. 
Oh, since I'm not looking for your good credit, I need a bad one. So that my credit can now become yours. And your credit can be due to mine. God says, I don't start the introduction of a person's life with how good they are. Adam's life did not start with like Lucifer's life, you know. Lucifer's one started with beauty. Are you listening to me, friends? Lucifer started with beauty, son of the morning star. Sapphire and gold all over Lucifer. But Adam was raised from the dust. God called the ground from under the water, the native ground, the native country of Adam was the dust and God began to do this mixture when he called for the water that is above the earth and he breathed into Adam the dust when God wants to change a nation it starts with sons and daughters of nobodies but they have to come to David it starts with people whose life did not start from the high point of the city <laughs> whose life did not start with wisdom and greatness God picks people from nowhere, so to speak. It started with Samuel. And Samuel's mom was a clued on mom who understands deal with God. And Samuel started his life sleeping. Remember, the mom's life was from Shiloh. In this location, she did a deal with God when she realized that life was more than just having kids. And what God wants to do in this earth is why you were born here. And life was not just about him, I've been married to, to, to whoever that she was married to. I forgot the name just now. Huh? Huh? Whatever his name is. That life was more than that. That life is more than what this community or society expects of you. It's about what God wants to do. And what community expects and what God wants to do usually is at loggerhead. They are in contrast to each other because the community themselves don't know what they want. The community thought it was doing well, but God saw the future. God saw that Saul was coming and Saul was not going to be of any good to his community, to his people. God saw that Eli had to go and God needed a son. <laughs> oh, I'm loving this. I'm loving what I'm hearing. And so God, so pardon me, I'm not crazy. I'm just excited. And so God says, I need a son. I need a son and he's going to come through a barren womb. But the community is saying, look at that woman. That woman is barren. Only God knows what she has done against God. She's barren. What God was Satan or what the world calls barren. God says, my purpose. What the world looks at and says, fruitlessness. God says, my servant. And so this is how Anna's life started. We didn't see God there, but it was God. It was God working in our boat to will and to do. God asked me to ask you tonight, how long can you travel with him? Because sometimes you think life has started and God says, no, life has not started. I'm pushing you to a place of leadership and a place of kingship. So Anna does this deal with God and says, you know what? I'll give the son to you. She's going to be a couch boy. Huh. A couch boy is not a good place to start because what you do for your babies is that you create a room for them. You make sure that this son coming, this is his room. I want to make sure I give him the best life. No, but not for Samuel. He was going to sleep in church. Again, because that's where he, should, he must find peace. In that purpose, Samuel must find peace. He's a couch boy. He's a couch man. 
it's not the bedroom man because God was looking for a prophet over his people God was not looking for another son the story of nation family started in 2016 or whenever God says I'm not looking for a church so it looks as if you are not like other churches and God says when I start your story I'm going to start from people dropping knives on the altar. I'm going to start the story of the nation family by you losing Lancaster House. I don't want Lancaster House to be the story. Lancaster was your own place. He said, do you have your own building? Do you have your own building? He said, yeah, beautiful, nice carpet, nice chandelier. God says, I don't like it. He said, but we like it. Why do we like it? Because that's what people expect of us. And God says, I don't like people's expectation." because I know my own plan for you for I know the thought that I think towards you thought of good and not of evil I have another plan so when the story started it started May 1st or May whatever 20, 2016 and the story of the nation family today start by you losing a place that is the story the story did not start pretty are you listening to me tonight and many times we want to arrange our life to start pretty and God says uh-uh there is something I'm looking for so Hannah's fruitfulness starts with barrenness uh-huh so Hannah gave birth to Samuel and Samuel's life starts with the voice of God I want you to see the ascendancy of David Hannah started by speaking to God the next generation started by God speaking to man. Because Anna has sown the seed of the right communication. Samuel hence or reaped that seed now. He didn't ask for God. The last generation put him in the right place. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. Parenting put him in the right place. It is not the night's bed. Uh-uh. It is not the nice environment. It put him in the right place. It was a place of isolation. But it put him in the Eden, back to Eden now, the presence of God, where real men are made, where Adam was made in the first place. So guess what the work of pity is supposed to do? I told you, you are iron beaten into shape. My, my job is to put you in the right place. You will hear. God will show you. You will lead nation. That's why I have no doubt about nation builders and those who lead nation because I put you in the right place until I was able to come and say, God, I don't need a big church. I don't need a church. God said, now I give you a biggest the biggest church in Europe listen there is no church that is independent independent means that you're not um, usually people bring the affiliation of their church they call it brand churches to UK there's no independent church that's grown like you ever go and check never happened in the history of this country and never will I think none and you grew to a place where you compete well and above even the dependent because the dependent come already with name money and number you rose like a seed from a concrete ground these were deals that happened in secret place that's what i'm trying to tell you so i'm not trying to boast about how big we've become god knows that that's not i don't care i'm trying to tell you that there was there were certain deal god says okay now i've gotten you in the right place now because it's not about you toby it is about the people that i want to bring to you it's about the faith coming it's about elohim it's about abby coming it's about yanshi coming and i need you to put them in the right place i cannot put them in the cultural expectation place because they will not end up taking any nation 
situation I need you to put them in the right place in my presence so it will not be nice but it will be a couch that's the destiny of couch that's why you're in the trap house that's why you're in the EDC sleeping on the couch because that's where God is I want to encounter you in the bedroom because that would be a nice story to start with God says I didn't need a crutch for Jesus guess where he located they were looking everywhere baby Jesus the Messiah that all the prophets have been prophesying and saying this guy is the son of God is this is that guess where it starts life from animals place in the manger in the place of encounter I told you why it had to be in that place it's back to Eden as well where the animals were <laughs> where he had dominion that's where he starts the story so when you came into the nation family some of you your credit or whatever was too pretty God says I want to start a conversation of finance real finance with you what you're coming in with now is too nice I don't want it because it's going to be according to I'm not saying be reckless I'm telling you truth from the word and so it starts with the barren ascendancy of King David Samuel starts now and Samuel one day heard the voice of God but he doesn't know what the voice of God is so God was keeping Eli alive so that he can be able to tell Samuel leadership I'm coming to Kings he can be able to tell Samuel that's God's voice that's why we challenge people say, I just say how did you know that was God you see all those who say that what have they done for God in this life nothing it is self-pride who taught you the voice anyways let's move past that then all of a sudden Samuel began to rule the nation the Bible says I that that was my teenage youth life Bible verse the Bible says and the word of the Lord was scarce I need that scripture please have you got time tonight let me see the comment let me know you're still with me the Bible says and the word of God was scarce in those days there was scarcity of the word like we've entered into in this season there is scarcity this is why God framed you spark nation this is why God framed your nation family to be the ones who bring the word of God in this season the word of God is cast there is word of success there is word on leadership blah 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 everybody blah a whole church can just be about marriage counseling and you see one billion people there in Africa this guy is just he said he's a, he's a marriage apostle what amen so that I don't say anything out of love these things are not in the word the word of God becomes so scarce that humans servants of God begin to respond to need like it's customer service it's not customer service it's God's service it's not customer service you see church everybody's in a rushes look like hostesses nothing wrong with excellence God help your soul but it doesn't mean anything at the end of the day, if, you've, if you're exposed and you're not an illiterate, you're sitting there saying, what is this? I just need the word. So, oh, but there's bonds after service thinking, I didn't come here. I've got many bonds. I'm already too far. I don't need bonds. Of course, for new souls, there are things to use. There are tools. But let's go on quickly. Thank you. I see. Talk to me. And the boy Samuel ministered to the Lord before Elam. Uh -huh. Now, did you see that scripture? 
And the boy Samuel ministered to the Lord, but before Eli. His blood was Eli, the source is God. But he ministered before leadership. The making of kings is from the mouth of leadership. Hello, him. What makes you is what Pastor Obi is doing. That's your making. So you can't, you, you, you don't grow to become you. You minister to the Lord before someone. So I say, well, that's Old Testament, but what about Timothy? And the boy Samuel ministered before the Lord before Eli, to the Lord before Eli. Uh -huh. Now, in those days, the word of the Lord was rare and visions were scarce. In those days, like today, the voice and the word of God was rare. It means you can find it, but hey, before you find what God is saying, it's long. Go on YouTube. You, find, you won't find anything God is saying. And visions were scarce. What was the vision that God gave to the children of Israel? Subdue the earth. All of a sudden, these guys do not know anymore what it means to subdue the earth. They only just know daily survivor. And that's why God raised nation family to say, it's better to die than just survive daily. What are you going to survive daily for? Every daily survivor person only survives to die. And so God is saying tonight that if the word of God is cursed, can I find preachers among you? And that's why we did so many ordinations like we did because we're looking for, God is looking for people and I've looked at their life and it didn't start pretty. And I'm saying, okay, this one comes from a diverse home, broken home, um, that at home, from prison, from this. Now I know that God has found tools because that is where the story of our life starts from. It doesn't start from how perfect our life was or is. Let me see verse 2. One night, Eli, whose eyes were becoming so... The fathers, their eyes have become so heavy. They can't see anymore. And God began to speak to Samuel. I'm talking about the ascendancy of David. So now, Samuel was... They had to call Samuel and he began to give them the word of God. Samuel ruled the nation by the word of God. He understood what God is saying. So when he's there, the economy, what does God see about the economy? And they were fine. But guess what? One day, the children of Israel stood up and said, we need a king. We're talking about souls and king. And Samuel says, why? Listen, you need this now. And they said, because the nations around us have kings. Boom. That's why you want to marry. I know. It's not because you are convinced. It's just, you see the nations around us. And God is saying, don't you understand that the nation around you, I want you to subdue them. That's why I want to be your king. That will not suppress you. Now the white man now calls this theocracy. They said the leadership of God is theocracy, meaning it's theology. You, you come, they, 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 they subdued, so to speak, because of the kind of weak imbeciles that we have as church leadership. They subdued us to theory. The kingdom of God is not in words, it's in power. Joseph was not theocratic. Joseph was economic. Yet the wisdom by which Joseph provided food for the world it's from the Lord. It's from the word. And the old word came to him. 
So they say, oh, you guys believe in theocracy, meaning God's leadership. No, God's leadership provided food through Joseph. God's leadership provided solution through Daniel. What is democracy doing to the world today? Division and death. Anyways. Now don't quote me later and say he doesn't believe in democracy. Do you? So it was ruling them and all of a sudden they came and said, we want to be like others. And they pestered Samuel over and over again. Then God provided Saul for them. You know how the story goes. Saul was a terrible king. So what I was trying to say with that was another kind of king came to reign and oppressed them because they wanted to be like others. They were not at peace. They lacked nothing, you know. They were fine. The word of God had come. Places have been established now. A new leadership was in place. But because they can't find that inner peace, as long as they are looking at Instagram and YouTube, as long as they are looking, because you are giving, right? You're sowing, you're living your life for God. But you don't live in a lesser house than those who are not. But it looks like. In fact, they don't even have access to what you have. They don't even know the areas you live in exist. But it looks like, say, oh, look at her naked on holiday. And you don't like to be naked, but it just looks nice. So once their heart opened up to that, guess what? All of a sudden, they are king because God gave them Saul. But the latter days of Saul was oppression. When you read what God told them that Saul would become. So sometimes when you want to become like others and God is setting you on what looks like the straight and narrow. But you want to look like others. God says you will look like it temporarily. But the king that will reign over you will eventually suppress you. God said it will make your children slaves. And guess what they said? They said that's fine we are okay because when other people's life appeal to you and possesses you so much there's no telling of what you can do you just go to a wedding and you look there and say look at that joy day wow from there you began to scheme you didn't tell anybody but God was saying to you you had peace you know the people getting married as him herself and her husband are supposed to be your mates at home you're supposed to subdue and help them out not the other way around. Why do you want to be like them? Say, because I've not found peace on the inside of me. These souls running ahead right now, they are supposed to be your souls later. But once you demand a king, look at, are you ready for that scripture? Talk yes, to sir. me. First Samuel 8 verse 10. Talk to me. Samuel told all the words of the Lord to the people who were asking him for a king. Uh -huh. He said, this is what the king who will reign over you will claim as his rights. Uh -huh. He will take your sons and make them serve it with his will take chariots. your future and make you serve for it. Sons are the futures. The heritage that God gives you, it will take it and it will say it's his rights. It will oppress you. It will dominate you. It will, because you want to be like other nations. It will take your sons and, and make, make them serve his chariot uh -huh. and horses. Uh -huh. And they will run in front of his chariot. Humans are walking in front of all his cars. 
It's called this Kadaka, but it is humans. He will make them run in front of his chariots. Uh -huh. Some he will assign to be commanders of thousands and commanders of fifties, uh -huh. and others to plow his ground. It will be everything will be about him. Some will plow his ground uh -huh. and reap his harvest, uh -huh. and still others to make weapons of war and equipment for his chariots. Someone said, "What is wrong with them making weapons of war for his chariot?" Let me tell you what is wrong with that. When the real kingship of God comes, they will be the weapons, not the weapon makers. They will take the weapons of the enemies and use it against the enemies. They will be with you. God says, I, you are my battle axe. So Saul will not be one that raises leaders. He will just raise war fighters for himself, not leaders. What do our churches do? We raise members. Been told to stop talking about churches, so let me move on. And still others will make weapons of war. Uh -huh. And equipment for his chariots. They will all gather money to buy buildings. It's not theirs. It's their pastor's one. He already planned for their exit, but he said, let's quickly finish paying for this building so that if they go, they go. They, They become nobodies. This is the kingship of the world. The one you get when you say, I want to be like other nations. Meanwhile, God is saying, look, I've designed you specially on the inside. And you need to have a conversation with what is in your spirit, what you know there. I asked one of your brothers today, I said, okay, you're in Connect. And I said, yes. He said, what are you there for? What is you? They said, I know it's fine. I said, you've spoken right. That's what you should go do. What are you then? You're in Connect. Yes, you're in Pulse. Yes, you're in COD. Yes, you're in um, others. Uh, yeah, but what are you? What is, so that, because if you don't know what you are, you will try to be like others and you'll be restless. You'll be changing fellowship to fellowship. Yeah. Now you can change fellowship if you're sent on assignment. If you change fellowship because someone have annoyed you somewhere, you would also annoy leadership and leave. I told leadership, once people are coming because, oh, I was just happy with that. Da, da. Do not be a place that gathers. Anyway, let's go, please. Because of time, I want to stop. He will take your daughters to be perfumers and cooks and bakers. Do you see where I saw this cooking thing now? It doesn't make scriptural sense now. It is so that takes your daughters to become cooks and bakers. They were supposed to influence king's decision. So all those who have been criticizing me say, how can they not be cooked? Listen, Mrs. Cook, yeah. It is so that is reigning over you. That was not the original plan. Because if he wants them, he said, look, he's going to take your daughters to be cooks. It must be that that's not the plan of God. If they were meant to be cooks, why does Rebecca and Rachel have Zilfar and the other woman as mates? Anyway, it will call your daughters perfumers or make them to be, it will take your daughters to be. They will be perfumers and cooks and bakers. 
you take more pride in the fact that there's a lady who always talks on the internet and oftentimes throws her clothes off and you will neglect the one who is making decisions in boardrooms, influencing the heroes of this world and the kings of this world. So that's what you get when you want to be like others. Verse 14. He will take the best of your fields and vineyards and olive groves and give them to his attendants. He will take a tenth of your grain and of your vintage and give it to his officials and attendants. Your male and female servants and the best of your cattle and donkeys he will take for his own use. You know that's what happens in Africa because they want democracy. They look at Europe and say that's what we want to be. So they have senates, they have rep, that's just big bellied men going there to sleep and they pay them. Because they want to be like others. So what the big men would do is take everything that belongs to the whole nation and make it their own. <laughs> so you can see extreme poverty and you can see another area that is extreme riches. All the, the less than 1%, 0.001% have taken everything. Anyway, verse 17, I don't want to be quoted in the future as against democracy. So let me just watch my tongue talk to me. He will take a tenth of your flocks and you yourselves will become his slaves. Uh -huh. When that day comes, you will cry out for relief. He said, when that day comes, this is, imagine this is God's speech to give them a king. God at a point will not reject anymore what they want. God didn't say, well, I'm stubborn, I'm not going to give you. He said, I'll give you. He said, when that day comes, you will cry for relief from the king you have chosen. You choose your king. I have mine. What is God's king? The word. <laughs> you will cry out for relief from the king you've chosen. Uh -huh. But the Lord will not answer you in that day. Uh -huh. But the people refused to listen to Samuel. What was your answer? No, they said. We want a king over us. Why do you want a king? You're not sick. You're not hungry. Why? It's just others have it. If we're going to change the world, we cannot pursue what others have. We have to be in tune with the divine to know what the divine is saying. And that has to start with your personal life and the peace that you've encountered my peace i give to you churches in nigeria don't interest me i'm sure they're doing a great job whatever the definition of their church is how many people they you'll see cheers and da 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 on election day you won't see it unbelievable they do yearly conferences yet the people are desperately poor anyways again oh man i need to watch my thumb help me guys we want a king over us uh-huh then we will be like all other nations. These guys were completely, he said, we want a king, then we will be like other nations. And God is saying, I don't want you to be like other nations. God says, you are a peculiar people. You are a holy nation. You are my own example. Why did God raise one nation, Israel? You know why? You remember why, right? Why did he raise one nation? He wanted them 
to be the example so that other nations can then follow the real only God because they see how wealthy they are. Do you understand that? The reason why God raised his nation, one nation, he didn't come to choose many nations, he chose one. He wants them to be the example nation the prototype nation so that the gentile nation will look at them and say look at that nation who do they serve look at that nation who do they follow we will follow whatever they follow that is why God is raising the nation family so that not so that you can be like other nations God says until you define prosperity I won't give you the otherwise you will have the king like other nation over you so when your story starts peculiarly when your story starts differently I want you to know that God is raising a nation God is trying to build a people from whom other nations will look at and say that is the example nation God says to tell you tonight do not mind your challenges and your provocations coming from the outside if you have found peace on the inside of you you will become the example nation you will become the prototype nation of whatever looks like on earth are you listening to me what God raised you for that's why I said I bow my knees to the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ from whom the whole family in heaven and on earth. God is looking for an earth family that will show his power in the nations and he has counted you worthy for that. He said then we will be like other nations with a king. To lead us and to go out before us and fight. Who told you you have to fight battles? Why? God, before now, they were fighting battles and they were led by prophets. I'm talking about the ascendancy of David. Saul comes now, did one or two bamboozling, won one or two battles, blah, blah, blah. they said, wow, look at Saul. Uh -huh. Saul starts to revenge against those who say he can't be king. He first killed them. He said, that's okay, that's fine. Saul went to the battle ground fought some walls one and they said wow hey we are right we know we are right we need a king but they are not right because they were not losing battles before and all of a sudden Saul starts all these things that God said destroyed the whole nation messed everybody up poverty came like never before people were dying left right and center Let's fast forward, then God finds a man called David. Now the story of David starts again, and we were introduced to David from another animal place. He was introduced to us like Anna was sitting alone in Shiloh, and Sam was sitting alone in church, like our Lord will be in bed in, 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 the, in the manger. They introduced Samuel and his life, I mean David, and his life was not pretty at all. As a matter of fact, his whole family don't like him. He was a divergent. The prophet comes to his house. The prophet has announced, this is the big man of the whole nation coming to your house. Let me meet your family, he says to Jesse. That's the father of David. And they didn't even think David should be there. They sent him and said, not you, man. But they went to call David from the backside of the desert smelly as it were with the sheep but yet in the manger 
so you see how the story of david's life starts like our lord jesus christ that's why i said that he will sit upon the throne of his father david the root of the house of jesse jesus christ the son of god yehoshua and god exemplifying this for us as the new leader of the new nation and says their story don't start pretty you know david comes to the house and even samuel had been deceived for a moment because he sees the people that culture says are worthy he looks at the eloquence of obama he looks at all these guys and say wow surely the lord's chosen and the lord says no 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 that's man's choose chosen that's the that's what man has chosen samuel brings out the oil anoints david then david don't forget he comes from a place of isolation his story was not nice then he thinks he's traveling to the country to serve Saul and the anointing was anointing into turmoil problem actually Saul wanted him dead even though he helped Saul but Saul a distressing spirit comes from the Lord upon Saul and David will begin to do his thing and the spirit of stabbing so don't be afraid don't bother if you try to save stabbing in london city and they still try to kill you that's how their spirit works david Saul would throw a knife at david because that's how they work even though he's the one stopping the killing and stopping Saul from killing himself it only shows you that god has dethroned them it only shows you that their end has come god's king was in the palace but when the king went into the palace he went as a service boy <laughs> when the prophet went into the synagogue into the temple he went as a service boy samuel the prophet remember he was a couch boy but he was the prophet he was the one that god was raising when the king came into the palace it was just a soul he was serving the distressed Saul's, I mean, David's ascendancy started with serving the distressed. So don't mind when we get into 1 Samuel 22, he's been serving the distressed. It's just that the first distress that he served tried to kill him, tried to maim him, tried to destroy his life. Are you listening to me tonight? Does this look like nation family? I'm just trying to show you time in scripture that it just repeats itself. And so they thought it was of no good. He won battle for them. In fact, the problem of David started when the praises of David started people started to sing that Saul has killed people I mean killed his thousand he said but David has killed his ten thousand and then the leaders became jealous of him the media became jealous of him those who have their charity organization and churches became jealous of him and they started fighting him and Saul now needed to kill him because he thought that David was his competitor he did not know that David was the prophet he's the one chosen so look at what God needed to do in David David had to be a king and a prophet so they actually picked him where he was singing psalms because what God wants to do is someone that is in team with him to be the president of the nation the Bible you know when God was speaking to David he said when I took you from the sheepfold I love that scripture he said I took you from following the sheep and the hills and I made you king over my people this is how God starts with us. He said, are you used to the sheep that won't give you anything? Are you used to it? The blaring of the sheep. 
can you see still sing psalms there or do you look at everybody and say this one's already this one don't have this this one uh-uh, uh-uh. or do you look at them as god's place that's the right location that's where we first found Samuel and we find David we didn't find David in Saul's army Saul's army were posh people you it gives you a uniform they thought they were posh they didn't know he's taking them as slaves and their wives as cooks and bakers read the scripture please now therefore now therefore thus shall you say to my servant David what, should, what will you say I took you from the sheepfold, uh. from following the sheep, to be ruler over my people, it over took Israel. Him from pastoring to be president. Now therefore, thus we will say to my servant David, the Lord of all says, I took you. The prophet came to his house and anointed him, and his journey started, but not so nice. You were following the ship fall, from following the ship to be ruler over my own people. That's the most, his people are the most special, precious thing to him. Verse 9. And I have been with you wherever you have gone uh -huh. and have cut off all your enemies. Let's leave it at that for today. Look, all I'm saying is, it doesn't matter where you are. He wants to take you, but he needs you to understand these things. Look at verse 22, chapter 22 of 1 Samuel. Then David left God escaped. To the cave of Adullam. Why was he escaping? Because the spirit of stabbing, the knife spirit wants to kill him. Saul, the people's choice. You wonder why people can live, abuse your pastor, and then embrace someone who smokes weed and calls their girls all manner of name. And he's the right guy. They even say, Pastor, don't, they are telling a jail artist not to associate with your pastor. How in the world? It's a spirit. They are not in control of themselves. But you see, there's nothing that can stop the hoy that is over David. He escaped. When his brothers and father and household heard about it, they went down to him there. Don't stay in that household. You keep escaping to the caves. They have to come. When they are sold to the vision, they have to come meet you in the caves. Not you running back to their caves. Verse 2. All those who were in distress or in debt or discontented gathered around him. And he what? And he became their commander. About how many? 400 men were with him. This is where I might stop tonight. The three Ds came to, to David, making four Ds, right? <laughs> Those who were in distress or in debt, I need us to interpret or translate or whatever the word discontented because that is the peace I'm talking about. So the first set of people were the distressed. Actually, let's go through distress and let's go through defining the three Ds. The distress came. Remember that these men were going to be the mighty men. So God wants to take a whole nation. And how does it start? David in the cave of Adullam. Without these men, he will not become king. That's why I called it souls and kings. 
what makes them unique leaders was their circumstances their distress is what makes them unique leaders their depth is what makes them unique leaders their discontentment is what makes them distri- i mean unique leaders do you understand where i'm coming from with this so when you hear the word souls and kings david had been anointed as the king before all this in court problems started the anointing oil was already upon david to be the representation of god on earth but it was escaping from place to place now and god says you cannot become king without these souls because it's not just about you what saul has done you have to undo saul had made these people dear his servant as long as they were serving saul they looked rich but they were nobodies he gave them land without purpose he gave them chariots without purpose so they were confused people are you listening to me the people that were supposed to be leaders alongside him commanders of real people they became his servants and God says I need you David to undo what Saul has done and their story would have to start like yours when I found you David you were with the sheep but they were with Saul they thought they were living a good life but God says no I gave you distress so that they can come into your distress because if they don't carry your distress with you they cannot carry your rulership with you they won't understand it if they don't share in your burden they cannot share in your rulership if they don't look like they are rotting away with you they cannot reign with you are you listening to me tonight so God says the reason why you are in distress so when I say things like I don't mind if they put their wrong on me, I don't mind. We have to share this burden because that is the sign, that is the witness of God into what he has destined for me and you. It's saying, Toby, you remember why I mentioned that it's saying, Toby, the deal is not about you. So I don't want you to be Saul over them. I need you to be David. I need to test the anointing over your life because what the real anointing does is that it transforms and translates people that are in distress. Look at the definition now, quickly. Extreme pain, anguish of oh my body. God. Is there anyone in the nation family that came with extreme pain? Is there anyone like that tonight? Oh, you're watching me tonight and you're watching for the first time and you have extreme pain. Pain. Uh, God says this is why I brought your feet here this is why you are here now don't try to be like other nations are you listening to me because this is how our own story starts extreme pain uh-huh. anguish anguish of body or mind uh-huh. affliction calamity so the, oh my god so the pain is not just body it's also mind affliction pain that is of body and or of mind or calamity our community the reason why God sent me to this community in this nation at this time is that is in serious calamity I know that the black lives matter where is black lives matter now by the way <laughs> where is it the actors and the musicians that went out doing it where are they please no but we are still here we are still advocating for the betterment of our community or young people's community we are still here we are not a protest we are a rulership we are reigning money that's what God raised you for so if our community was in distress the only thing that can take them out of that distress is the anointing over David
COVID, nothing else will matter. Not Black Lives Matter, not women empowerment agenda. It is it's going to be the anointing, both in UK, Nigeria, and America. It's going to be anointing. It's God joining the three Ds to the one D and striking a deal. Talk to me. Affliction, uh. calamity, misery, a state of danger. Uh huh. To pain, to afflict greatly, yeah. to harass. This is the first set of people that came to David. Then debt. A state of being under obligation. Aha. Uh -huh. Thank you very much. Because when you heard debt, you only just heard a state of being under obligation. So when you came here, you had obligation from parent to uncle to this to community to this to workplace to that 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 the first thing god does is set you free from that obligation the first thing god does is to say no so now i, I need you to understand this so what they did with david was like living a carefree life they were in caves they were moving from location to location whereas when they were in Saul's kingdom they were obligated to their rent and mortgage are you really sure you're listening to me tonight so God says how come you're now in the nation family and you've been joining with us for the last one year or three years and what you're trying to do is to get back into obligation God says so you're not moving from cave to cave anymore with David because the cave experience is not over until they call David to be king so why are you trying to get out of it do you not know that the reason why he joined you to David was to remove you from a state of obligation where you can say I'm not under obligation to anything give me a couch I'll be fine give me but I'm not going to be tied to something that makes me not so because I have obligation no they moved with David let me see the comment. Are you listening to me tonight? Instead of being under obligation. To pay or repay someone or something in return for something oh received. Oh my God. I won't even try to define that to you. I won't because it will put me again at Logger with parents. So I'll, I'll leave it. It's obligation. Are you free from obligation? How do you get free from obligation? You take another obligation. David and the men who went to meet him, it's like, look, we've had a structured life and it cost us distress and obligation and we're coming out of this. So David, where are you going? And the Bible says, it became, okay, finish the discontented. Thank you, that's fine. Uneasiness or inquietude. So there were some people who were not under obligation or in calamity, but they were in unease. They just know there is more to this life. They just know that they want more. So it's want of content, uneasiness, ineptitude of mind, dissatisfaction. Uh -huh. At any present state of things. They thing. know the state of things and they have uneasiness. They have ineptitude of mind. They are looking for something. Are there people that came into the nation family like that tonight? If that's the case, our cave experience is almost over, guys. Uneasy. Dissatisfied. Dissatisfied. To make uneasy. At the present state. To dissatisfy. So again, maybe you say, I'm not in debt. I'm not distressed, but 
have you, have you been uneasy towards something? Your heart is looking for something. These are the men, the kind of men that came to David. You want to start churching with nice people. Can be a church. You grow it. Everybody's there. You're, everybody. Let me just leave. But God brings people. You look at a drug dealer and say, why are you even doing it? It's just an uneasiness. Unrest. Dissatisfaction. They can say it's poverty all their life, but let me tell you, you can't be in London City and say poverty is why I do drugs. Go to Africa. But there was an uneasiness. You see these three things? They make you search for God's king. You see the absence of those three things? They make you search and follow man's king. Yeah. Man's king is soul. You'll be satisfied. It puts them on that burden. It gives them mortgage. It gives them everything. But they have obligation. So they dare not fall heel at work because they have obligation. God forbid most of you here. If you fall here, you fall here. You'll be healed. They say, oh, but you don't have your work. And you say, oh, hallelujah. That's what I've been trying. That's why I fell here. Because you know you will hit. You have no obligation. You know, if your family head comes today and says, we're moving out to da-da-da, you just pack your bag and go. You have no obligation. That's the making of kings. You know why people don't become much in the Western world, especially in Europe? Too much obligations when they are young. Everything is on their head. I've seen 17, 18-year-old telling me about how much is on their mind. I look at her. I said, girl, you're dead. You've already started that now. So yeah, you know my mom this, my dad, then my uncle that oh your sisters was there. I said, where's your son on Saturday? She's telling me, oh, he went to my Who's hunting? Who's hunting, man? What's that mean? That's where they would teach him how to smoke weed. The Jamaicans. Go leave your little son with people you don't know. Unless if your auntie is born again, child of God, spirit filled. I'm not talking about church goers. Oh. I'm not talking about aunties that go and preach and they don't preach. Their life don't preach. Obligations. Family obligations societal obligation cultural obligation is a debt that you didn't ask for oh no man nothing means don't be obliged to any man why so that when God shows you David in the cave of Adullam and he doesn't show you David in a mansion every family house is a cave meaning that you can move tomorrow can move day after tomorrow. That's a Dulam's cave. That's the place where you win your own soul. That's the place you admit one of the three D's and you admit David. They are not, look at what the Bible says. The Bible says David became. Talk to me. And he became all those who were in distress or in debt or discontented gathered around him. And he became 
became their commander. He did not become their advisor or their democratic discourser. So God told me to pause and you can imagine how much I can't preach this because again, this is what these things do. He became their commander. <laughs> About 400 men were with him. You know what command means, right? I'll leave that to your mind. You can search that out so that they don't say it's, it's been telling them that it wants to command them. How many times will I have time to call you? Talk less of me commanding you about your life. I don't want to command you. I don't want to command your marriage. Who to marry, who not to marry. What's my business with that? It became their commander. It didn't go looking for them. They came to him. We saw how these 400 men's life ended. They became David's mighty men. Men who were in distress because the anointing, there's something about the anointing, right? You don't, when you're under the anointing, when you're with the anointing, you don't stress about your life. Because that anointing was what drew you in the front. In fact, the anointing was what caused you distress and discontentment. When that anointing eats the nation, everything in your life began to move you were moving towards death discontentment and distress and that same anointing navigated your way to the cave of adullam when something eats your spirit and say go to that nation family just go anyone can be your entry point and so those some people that have been your entry point just introduce you and left they had no plan they had nothing god does not want them for nothing god just needed them there because of the anointing the anointing pulls he pulls people depending on the mission of David. God's anointing, when the oil is there, it pulls people. So what I didn't know was when I was speaking in Lancaster, I was pulling the prison doors open. And so the PKs or the Yashas, so from a PK, you've not gone jail before. Hopefully not. Yeah. Those are two different hands, right? But it's the same anointing. It's the same anointing. What did God need to take a whole nation and the nations of the head? 400 distressed in debt, discontented people with one man. So please don't tell me about a nation that is insurmountable. It's a lie. It's just if God can find a David, if God can find a man, a woman who is anointedly distressed, <laughs> anointedly in debt, anointedly discontented, it's the anointing, the power. So please do not compare your problem with others. You say, you know my own challenge, yeah? You know my own background. It was the anointing. The power of God came upon my parents and they parted for a purpose. There was a purpose, you understand? It was looking for a David in 2021. So God asked me to tell you when we talk about souls and king, this is the, the ascendancy of David. Look at this. He became their commander. You know, I love one of the stories that I love the most. Just so you see the kind of man. Keep reading it actually. Just keep reading. Have you got 30 more minutes home? Your life. Look, I know there are people who have your kind of life, but they didn't end up in the nation family. Your own distress brought you to give more. How? People's distress don't get them to give. It gets them to want to get. There's something unusual about your own distress. Now you have obligation. You give every month, right? Why? Because you freed yourself from the other obligation. In the world, the peace of the world, 
they look for more job to meet obligation you are completely different you came said i'll take obligation and leave the other one that's the making of david's men there's nothing else that makes you do that it's the anointing it's the power of god it's assignment it's god's call over your life when you came to join david in adulam it is the call that navigated your way sit down sometime and ask yourself did i ever plan to be here like this i wonder what happened to you he's the hoy he's a hoy now so when i started with peace i wanted you to find peace in that quickly from there david went to mizpah in moab and said to the king of moab would you let my father and mother come and stay with you until i learn what god will do for me so he left them with the king of moab and they stayed with him as long as david was in the stronghold but the prophet gad said to david do not stay in the stronghold go into the land of judah so david left and went to the forest are of you, Herat. are you following the life of david right this was an unstable guy the start of his life is no stability but he hears the prophet so what's god doing now god says now leave so so go to the land of god that's a man without obligation you can't move with obligation even in the school of wisdom many of us we have too much obligation to handle so you can't travel light i love when pastor shadia eat that note today when jesus was first sending his disciples out he said go with nothing he asked them to travel light he said whatsoever else you enter if there are sons of peace there he said they will receive you in peace stay with them he said do not take anything then the last time he was sending them them out he said take everything when he first sent me here because that's the gathering yeah that's the guardian of the distressed the discontented and the indebt he said go there with nothing i thought i was traveling to the uk but i didn't know it was god coming if you don't know it's god coming look at your life why are you in church tonight it's tuesday night for crying out loud are you gonna give your hope no it's something has happened in your spirit and it's been programmed there before you were born the same thing with me too propensity the each propensity was pushing me here and i was saying to myself i don't ever want to stay in london i don't want to live in london those people when they travel home they look like they never left but americans when they come they are big they have chains on their neck but there was a propensity so when they first send us out he said take nothing so that you can travel light so that you are not obligated to anything he left for the forest of earth this guy lives in forest and caves talk to me now Saul heard that david and his men had been discovered and Saul was seated spear in hand under the tamarisk tree on the hill gibeah with all his officials standing at his side do you see how the system is chasing god's people now these were tough times for David. One day, where the story I actually want to go to, and I'll stop there without, you know, when they went into the priest and asked for bread, 
and the priest gave them the only bread that was left. David, and I'm being careful how I say this because I've said this before and he says some people may interpret that to be blah, 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 blah. You can interpret the word however you like. You'll still be judged. I think still chapter 22. Tamaris, da, 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 da. Talk to me. David went to Nob, to Ahimelech the priest. Ahimelech trembled when he met him and asked, Why are you alone? Why is no one with you? David answered Ahimelech the priest, The king sent me on a mission and said to me, No one is to know anything about the mission I am sending you to. As for my men, I have told them to meet me at a certain place. Now then, what do you have on hand? Give me five loaves of bread or whatever you can find. But the priest answered David, I don't have any ordinary bread on hand. However, there is some consecrated bread here, provided the men have kept themselves from women. David replied, Indeed, women have been kept from us as usual whenever this I said. This last part is what I want. The men's body are holy. Even on missions that are not holy. <laughs> oh, God. So you see why I said I'm not going to re-emphasize that. David said there are times we go on missions that are not holy. Give me a song, please. I've got to stop there tonight and I'll give it to those who have understanding. Because if I emphasize that now, they would say, as if I'm not talking from the scripture, they say some people misinterpreted it. You see God's men, right? There's no one that can judge them. He said, as usual, whenever I set out the men's body, are holy, even on missions that are not holy, how much more so today? In this cave, I'm going to continue the ascendancy of David tomorrow. As they move from place to place, they did what they need to do in order to advance the kingdom of David. God needed 400 men. Now, why am I not so daunted with the nation, I mean, with, with the task of nation taking? Nations are people. I need to keep emphasizing that to you until it sinks in your spirit and in your mind that nation is not the bigness of United States. One man can destroy the whole of United States. Just put the wrong president there and it will destroy everything. Nations are people. So give me people. Give me 360 people in Nigeria. I'll take the nation. Train people. I'll take the nation. It's very simple because I understand that nations are not political party. Nations and you already now have over 400 men in this city. Why do I keep emphasizing like 300? Da, 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 da. Because I understand if they get it, they understand why the anointing commands and they shut their ears from the world because it is growth. Women will start first, oh, you know, all these people just tell you what to do. Oh, no, 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 because the boy is talking to a hand now, the boy becomes a commander, and the boy has nothing. 
Nations are people. Take the right people will change the world. What is being handed over to the pastor Psalms, the pastor Dami is the most treasurable. If they don't take the nation with that, the pastor hope if you don't take the nation with those who you have now, then you'll never take anything because in these people, unless if you are fighting your own people, this one is not good. This one did this, this one did that. That's not a leader. The distressed, the discontented, the indept. And David's anointing began to mold them, began to change them, began to make the weak the strongest, began to transform their lives. Those who could not take it became those who could take the whole world. If that's not what the anointing in your family is doing, then you're not a leader. So you have leaders fighting their own people. Ooh, you, you said this for me. You, you didn't say this. Hey, 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 hey. The anointing you misuse will attack you. Will attack. Are you listening to me, family head? So to be a family head is not a cheap thing. The anointing that is not you, you're not using to transform a person's life will attack you back. It will kill you. You're carrying death in your body. Got a channel of the death right. There are souls watching tonight, all over the nations. If you understood my first part of this, you will never be afraid of anything, especially to be afraid of the future. You'll not be scared because you know now. <laughs> you know the source of life, and once you found that peace. He's connected you to a cave at Dulan. These guys undid what everything that Saul has done. They took the nation. They wrought righteousness. They fought Philistines and Amalekites. They took their nation. They broke into the well. Three or four of them took the water from the best well. Subdued a whole, mini, a whole military camp of the Philistines just to give water to David that he didn't drink. They became valiant in battle. They routed, they, they routed the armies of the aliens. They fought aliens. Some of them fought. They overcame lions in their own den. They wrought mighty righteousness. Those, I, I, look, I found that peace in my heart before you came. So now that you're here, can I announce to you that I know you are the ones. And God is asking you to rise up tonight, connect to that anointing. Nobody is going to use you vulnerable or whatever. That's the word because that's what they do. They think people have, because that's what they do. They take advantage of people. That's not hers. God is raising new soldiers in this house. Are you listening to me tonight as the Lord opens your eyes and mind tonight? God is raising that anointing. And so what I'm releasing over the next few days, from the women to the men, from this end is the molding of that anointing. That anointing is shaping people. So God says, find that peace and forget whatever you're thinking of in the world. Oh, is tomorrow going to be? What is it going to be? It's going to end you up in the palace. That's what it's going to be. Why are you still doubting that? Are you singing already? Are you talking to me? Why are you doubting that? that you don't doubt that because you look at who you're with. That is the molding place of the power of God. It doesn't matter how much you move, you look at what you're with. So when I call the family heads and anointed them, the same anointing, 
is working in power there's the same anointing in COD the same anointing in Paul's the same anointing in Inspire the same anointing in Family Dynasty the same anointing in all the houses because it's the molding anointing let me tell you that is why I keep saying to you I want you to hear me I don't know if you're singing I think you guys are gonna sleep on me tonight but chill that is why they can't be in David's house which is the cave they can't be a different family that cannot be family imagine some distress or discontented come and say David we are here but we behave differently it's a lie from the pit of hell because the anointing won't work oh God how do I say this tonight The anointing of the Holy Ghost the power that moves life including those who are watching from Nigeria tonight and you're, you're already in the family you are in Spark Nation but the anointing so that you understand the family those of you who will become CEO of banks or home office leaders it is not your power wisdom or how much your bosses accept you it is the anointing the anointing the purpose of God that's what I'm praying for tonight